Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Ann Lara, CIO at Union Hospital of Cecil County. In this segment, Lara talks about what it takes to be an early adopter, how her team is working with Meditech and Datamotion to enable direct messaging, and their increased focus on exchanging data with outside providers. Hi, Ann. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Oh, no problem. Happy to, happy to always speak with you, Kate. Thank you. I know that we've spoken before, but if you could just give a little bit of background about Union Hospital of Cecil County, um, you know, just, just what you have in terms of bed size and some of the uh, uh, ambulatory care. Sure. Um, well, Union, Union Hospital of Cecil County is the healthcare system, if you will, in, in all of Cecil County, um, Maryland. We're licensed for 122 beds. Um, we have a medical staff of quite, probably close to 400 um, providers. Um, we're all about um, servicing the community, and we're a very mission-driven organization in terms of we feel very, very responsible for maintaining the, the health um, of the, the, the population of Cecil County. We have a number of own physician practices providing um, primary care, um, a number of the specialties like pulmonology, rheumatology, um, GYN, um, GI, um, GU, et cetera. So, so we're pretty a broad-based, um, community-based hospital. Okay. And you're in, I guess, what you consider a northern part of the state? It's, we border, yeah, we're, we're close to, uh, to Delaware, and we're actually close to Pennsylvania. So it kind of puts us in a unique position to, um, from a population perspective, we have a number of, of, of customers that we service that they're just like in the, I guess it was called the western part of Delaware, and, and right across the border in Pennsylvania. But I, I would say we're probably in the northern part of, or kind of the, the northeastern part of the state of Maryland. All right. So now when, when you and I uh, last spoke, um, you were preparing for the go-live of Meditech 6.1, and you were a very, very early adopter. So um, I wanted to first start by kind of say, seeing um, how everything went with that. That's a wonderful question, and, and, and interestingly enough, it, yesterday was the anniversary of our go-live. We've been live with um, Meditech 6.1 since February of 2014. Um, okay. The go-live event went very, very well. The organization embraced this, this particular adventure, and that was the key to success. It just wasn't a, I think I said this before, it just wasn't an IT project. It was an organizational commitment to making the, the go-live a successful event. So, so because of that support from the top down, um, we had that support, and we've moved forward very, very well um, with the Meditech 6.1 go-live. Since that time, we've actually have um, taken on some additional functionality that Meditech had to offer. We actually went live with we are we went live on six one three in February, um, in December of this of two thousand fourteen we went live with six one four, um, which was another iteration of the Meditech six X platform, and it allowed it has some advancements in terms of med reconciliation, um, discharge process, transfer process, et cetera, that we found very, very helpful from the organization perspective. Um, so we went live with that on, in, in December of 2014, and we continue to, to look at the opportunities 
to continue using our EMR to help uh, improve our patient outcomes as well as improve our clinical workflow. The other interesting thing we have um, going on is hopefully, not knocking on wood, um, tomorrow the 4th, we are going to be going live with physician documentation in the ED. And you can say, well, physician documentation, physician documentation. Well, we're the first hospital actually to go live with Meditech Scribe functionality. So the workflow in the ED these days is there's um, scribes who actually help the provider do their documentation while they're actually seeing the patient um, in an effort to, again, improve patient outcomes, allow the provider to focus on the, the patient care. Um, so we have scribes. Um, actual individuals who document um, for the providers or with the providers. So um, Meditech did not have that scribe functionality in, in, their, their, in their product um, until 614. Um, they do. Um, our team has spent a lot of time working with our Maryland Emergency Physician Group to um, create templates in Meditech and work on the workflow. So we're going to go live tomorrow with that functionality in our ED, and we're really looking forward to that. Okay. Wow, so uh, this is pretty good timing, and um, obviously uh, things have things have continued to go pretty well, just as far as uh, you know, being that uh, that early adopter and uh, being willing to kind of take on these things um, before they've really been established. Yes, and and again, it's an exciting time, and again, as I said, the organization has embraced. Um, embrace the concept of being an early adopter and understands um, what it means to be an early adopter. Um, and again, Meditech has been right there with us, kind of helping us along the way. Um, we have weekly calls with them. We identify issues. We have a very clear escalation path that things need to be escalated. Um, so we work really, really closely with Meditech, both from the, the clinical workflow perspective, but also on the revenue cycle um, end of the, of the business, too. Okay. And now with 614, you talked about um, some of the upgrades as far as uh, med reconciliation, but also discharge and transfer. And this is something that, that is such a huge theme, and um, you can see why with, with everything going on now and all the regulations, just uh, really being able to clean up that whole process. Yeah, and it's, it's been great. And, again, the, the other thing that, again, was kind of, you know, what what was – important to us is that we really wanted to make sure that we were able to successfully attest to meaningful use stage two. And as you mentioned, the whole transition of care and communication outside of the four walls of the hospital is an important component in the meaningful use stage two requirements. So we did our, um, our 90 day attestation. We did July 1st through September 30th, and we attested on, on actually on Halloween um, to, the, to the stage two meaningful use um, requirements. And again, Meditech helped us with that in terms of making sure that we were gathering the right information, collecting the right information regarding core measures, regarding CPOE metrics. Um, the other interesting part that was a new um, requirement in stage two was the whole concept of, actually there's two, um, patient portal as well as being able to generate this con um, continuity of care documentation, or CCD. Um, yeah. And how do you do that? What does that all mean? Um, so we had to, um, in order to meet that requirement, we had to figure out how to transmit that, that um, CCD document from Meditech to um, some of our community providers. And there's another concept out there called direct messaging. Um, or making use of a HIS, which is a health information service provider. So we engage Meditech, a number of the EMRs have their own HISP 
um, Meditech opted not to. They're his, what they call HisBagnostic. So there's a number of companies out there that actually provide that direct, direct messaging functionality. We were fortunate enough to, um, to discover a company called Datamotion, and we worked very closely with Datamotion and Meditech to create our direct messaging service. So as a matter of routine, when we have a patient that's discharged from the hospital, we've um, included a provider's direct um, messaging address in our Meditech address book. So when that patient um, associated with that provider is discharged from either our ED or from one of our inpatient units, that provider is automatically sent a continuity of care document from Meditech to them. So when that patient goes back to see that provider for the first time after being discharged from the hospital, that provider has ready access to the patient's information um, in terms of what happened to them in the hospital. So again, that was another great partnership with Datamotion and with Meditech to make that routine um, almost seamless. Um, And then because of that, we were able to to realize and and, and, very confidently attest to meeting that requirement from a meaningful use perspective. Right, and, and I'm, sure, I'm sure that just, uh, you know, from a workflow perspective, that that's something that uh, had benefits uh, for the clinicians. Yes, very definitely, very definitely. Now, the next step for us is that we're, we're working on when we get that direct message or that, that CCD from a provider or from another hospital, we're working on getting that information consumed into our Meditech system. Um, so that's kind of our, what we're working on right now is to kind of take that, all that information that we may receive from another provider, um, be it you know, somebody in, in the community or from one of our neighboring hospitals or from a hospital in California, that the technology is there. Um, you know, the transmission of CCD is there. We want to now take that information and consume it right in the Meditech record. Um, so, so that, again, information is readily available um, to the provider taking care of that patient. Okay, so that's, that's kind of a, a next step. Yep, and we're, we're actively working on that right now. Okay. Do you run into some challenges, you know, being located where you are and, and having some of those patients who are in Delaware and Pennsylvania just as far as this, you know, uh, having that continuity of care? There, there are challenges, but when I think about it, you know, the, the information is there. It's just a matter of knowing where to find it. So, one of the other sources of, of information resources that I think you know we um, we're we're doing a really good job at here at Union now is is we're tapping into the statewide health information exchanges. So the state of Maryland has a statewide health um, information exchange or HIE called CRISP, and we have partnered with CRISP for probably the past three or four years since since they come into existence. And what we do is that we share admission discharge transfer information about our patients to CRISP. We share laboratory work. We dictated reports, et cetera, to to the the HIE. Um, Then that information is available to any provider who may have a relationship with that patient. That's really important. It's, you know, no one can go into Chris and say, oh, I want to find out about Ann Lara. You need to have an, a relationship with a particular patient that you're looking for the information. Right. So if we were to send a patient um, you know, down to, to one of the Baltimore hospitals and let's pretend you know, CCD for whatever reason didn't, didn't work, um, a provider in Baltimore, when the hospital in Baltimore, if they subscribe to CRISP, they could actually get all the information um, about that patient while they were in under Union Hospital's care in the in the HIE. So that's a really good place to get patient information. Um, 
we also um, are partnering with um, the Delaware Health Information Network, or DIN, um, to do the same thing, um, to make sure that we're making the information about our patients um, available to any providers that might be in the Delaware area. Now, Pennsylvania um, has three kind of regional HIEs, and they're not as, um, from, again, from what I understand, they're, they're, they're not as... Um, farther along in terms of their development, um, in terms of what the services they offer as is um, those of Delaware or, or Maryland. So as soon as they kind of come get, get online, and we'll definitely be exploring what we can do to, to partner with one of the, probably the southeastern Pennsylvania um, HIEs to make sure that we're, we're again providing another source of information um, for providers when they're seeing our patients. Right. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.